radio campaigns and street teams in multiple cities. Peace and blessings. This is the Blink King DJ IM. We turned up every single Thursday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you listen to us on the web. We are worldwide. Get it, get it back right Whoa. back here. We blazing non-stop hip-hop and R&B. What's up? K-100 Radio. 24-7. All right, let's get it. Again, www.k100radio.com. Again, I'm your host, Blizzard. Thanks about it for rocking with K-100 Radio. Pause. Just stop right Let me start the music. This guy I'm about to bring on real quick, man. I've been, if you've been in Atlanta area and just living here, and if you've been in the music industry for a long time, and at least well over a decade, since maybe around the turn of the century, um, I'm pretty sure you've heard of this next guy that we got coming up. I want to bring Four Eyes on the line right quick. Welcome to k one Radio for the first time, homie. What's good, fam? Stay crossed out, me and me, yo. What's the business? How uh, art thou? How art thou? We working, man. We working over here, man. Salute to you, man. And, I, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I was going to say this before the, before the break, but I'm going to go ahead and say it right now while I got you on the air. See, when I posted up that I was interviewing you, you know what I'm saying, on social media, especially on my Facebook, I had a lot of people hit the post, share the post, and I'm like, and, and, and the number one thing was like, yo, where, where, where's Four Eyes? They, they, they looking for you, homie. They checking for you. It was a lot of people that hit me up like, yo, where, yo where's Four Eyes at? Where's he at? Where's his music? What's going on? And, and to me, I already knew that you had a crazy, stupid grind. I, I'm, I'm real familiar with just how long you've been doing it and, and, and the level that you actually reached. But it, it, it kind of occurred to me to like, yo, you know what? This dude has a lot of real fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have a lot of people that really check for you and really know your music and actually looking for it because I maybe they hadn't seen anything from you in a minute. But when I posted up that I was going to yeah. be interviewing you, dog, it was a lot of people that hit that post, especially on my Facebook, hitting it like, yo, I got to hear. I got I to gotta check and see what's going on with him. Like, I, I know you're going to play some music. I'm like, of course we're going to play some music. But people was checking for you. And it wasn't shocking to me, but to some it might be. But then again, I know the degree of what you've been doing. And, and I know the degree of your grind already because I've been out here in the streets doing the music industry for a long time. I remember when you basically littered the whole city with four-eyed stickers all over downtown. You know what I'm saying? I was like, who in the fuck is yep, this man. dude's promo game is crazy. That was back when, you know, we didn't necessarily have Facebook and uh, SoundCloud. And you couldn't go out and just spam links. You had to go out there and beat the street. And I was like, this homie... Exactly. Promo game is stupid, but that's how long you've been around, man. Formally introduce yourself to our broadcast real quick, right here on K100 Radio. Go ahead, bro. Oh, uh, in a nutshell, um, I'm I'm four eyes. Uh, God is good all the time. Um, I'm originally from the west side of Chicago. Uh, made my monk ass way down to Atlanta about uh, 1999. Uh, off the strength of my guy Chris Level Lover, who was also ludicrous. He had the ties with the radio. Put out his album Independent, got signed to Def Jam, and I was uh, privileged and blessed to be featured on his first two triple platinum selling albums, uh, featured on the beatbox joints, which kind of solidified him as being more than a commercial or radio dude. He was actually a hip hop dude who knew uh, he, he knew his shit, and he was up on his lyrics, and he he he, he had lyrics. Right. Um, so that was really one of my, you know, that was one way that folks identified me but then on the whole another other in the battle circuit just underground in atlanta doing ciphers and whatnot you know because them folks wasn't buying you know commercial 
people's albums or whatever. So I was being known as just an MC and a freestyle battle champion just throughout uh, the chilling circuit here in Atlanta, 99, 2000, uh, 2001. Uh, so then that really helped uh, with my branding and just some of my uh, awareness. But then people still, a lot of folks didn't know my face for as much as they may have heard my verse or her, uh, my flow or heard me rap. But then I was once again privileged and blessed to be on uh, in this group called The Firemen with Tech Money from MTV Real World. And we put out a couple of videos that ended up getting on BT Uncut. And then was running real good and giving your boy some facial recognition. Uh, but once again, that was, you know, BT late night on the Negro side. Um, but then once again, about the same time, I had the wonderful privilege and honor of being featured on MF Doom's mm, Food album with Star, also known as Angelica. And then a lot more people got familiar with my voice and my flow and my name on the underground circuit. So I was, I've always been balancing the fence or straddling this, this gate of uh, crossover, uh, mainstream appeal, and underground lyrical just dopeness right and that's pretty much me in a nutshell with a bunch of other stuff left out well let's talk about the stuff that you left out <laughs> let's see I mean, collaborations uh, it, it, with the world is yours my <laughs> dear man i'm just in it right now what, what can i do for thee collaborations with fife dog talib Kwali, bob gucci man killer mike bone crusher the yin yang twins de la soul sean price He's worked with Mr. Bangladesh, Ninth Wonder, Justice League, RZA, No ID, Beat Miners, Honorable C-Note. You perform with Big Sean, Juicy J, Red Man, and Method Man, Little Brother, Devin the Dude, Bone Thugs and Harm. Fuck! Bruh, listen, here's the point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just don't understand. I, 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 I said this, and because I'm, in, I'm, 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 I'm in, on MC, I was I was really grinding around the time that you was really grinding on my artist shit back when I was really going hard around the same time. And I, I remember hearing all your music. And I remember hearing all the bars. I remember when you killed the shit on Ludacris shit. And I was like, that nigga dope as fuck. He gonna blow. And I remember thinking to myself, he's going to be a superstar listening to the music. Just based off the music. I was like, dude pen is deadly. And I guess a lot of people have the same question I have. Like, why is it for eyes? A fucking household name You know what I'm saying what, uh, does, does, does Four Eyes Even care Does he want to be I don't know But it's a question That I definitely 100% Cannot get away With asking On this interview You know what I'm saying I cannot get away With not asking that question Like I don't understand Of course we know This industry bullshit And politics And we understand That the dopest Don't always rise to the top As far as recognition And financial wise But I just never got it I never understood Did you? Do you feel like There's one Thing Decision One something That happened To where you didn't take all the way off like like so many people, even myself included, felt like you would be. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I know you've done so much more than most artists that we're going to meet. And as far as accomplishments, you've accomplished what most artists will not and most MCs won't. And you've worked with some of the best. And you've done way more than, than the average artist is going to do. But you never took all the way off and became a star. And I never understood why. But I, I want to pose the question to you. What do you, what, what do you think it has? What do you think that? Was there something that you did, or was it because you didn't want to cross all the way over and you wanted to stay underground, or is there, or is it the fact that you just really didn't care and you really didn't want to blow up per se and be the superstar? Can you answer that for me? Well, honestly, my good man, I would say 
off the rip, I had a lot of learning to do. I didn't know a lot. And um, being coachable is is a very important thing uh, when you are, you know, easy to talk to, easy to mold, you know, easy to shape as far as absorbing the knowledge uh, that somebody might be trying to bestow upon you. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, I've, I've officially, you know, never had anyone officially put their arm around me with the attempts of doing good, maintain doing good, and see it all the way to its finish. Mm-hmm. Now, with that in mind, I've always been doing things on my own. Like, somebody might um, offer you a situation or provide, uh, like, an outlet, but, you know, it's a, hey, you can go through that door if you want to, but, you know, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, nigga, tell me, is that the door I need to go to? <laughs> is that the door where it's going to be beneficial? Like, let me know up front. Don't be so gray when it matters to where it's like, hey, man, I know in the normal circumstance you might not do this, but just do this and you're going to be straight. That's right. what a mentor, that's what, like, a guidance counselor, that's what, you know, somebody who really cares about your best interest is going to do. They want you to make your own decision, but at the same time, they're going to advise you on the best move to make. Right. And I didn't always have somebody advising me on the best move to make. I have plenty of friends saying, hey, do what you want to do because I'm your friend. But, you know, at the same time, you could really use a big brother or somebody that's been there, done that, knows the ropes, saying, hey, I'll fuck that bitch raw. You at least want to put on the condom. Right. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Right. Uh, don't, don't let me go into the room with no rubber. Right. And it was so much of niggas kind of letting you go into a room with no rubber that it burns you out and it, it makes you kind of sour or just even, you know, you have your ups and your downs. So once you get burned out, you have to literally... Uh, rise from the ashes of your own demise as a phoenix would from its flames and recreate yourself. And that is what, at this point, I'm on again for probably the 17th time. <laughs> but, you know, I, I love music to the point where it has always superseded the money. Mm-hmm. As much as I would love to be making, you know, stupid amounts of money off of my creative endeavors and my, my, my wit and my genius... It's still a building process of me by myself getting to that point and not really wanting to shit on everyone who's helped me along the way. Mm. So in in trying to be considerate and still, you know, go after my goals, it takes a little bit longer. Mm. Just it does. a little bit longer. It takes a little bit longer. The stairs uh, definitely takes longer than the elevator. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot easier um, than the escalator. Um yeah, and, and, I, I agree. Yeah, I think that um, you just dropped probably one of the one of the most uh, official jewels uh, that I've had a chance to um, you know air over K One's Radio Live. Um, oh, wow. Having a mentor is probably one of the most just ignored, slept on, just things people don't. Out of all the things that you can say to someone, uh. What do you need to do with management? What do you need to do with PRO? What do you need to do with performance? Of all the things that you can preach to an up-and-coming artist, that's probably one of the things that people don't even realize most people who made it had, and nobody ever brings it up, is a mentor. It's somebody to guide them and how important, whether it's your manager, another artist, whoever. I think that's something that I've met many people who have made it 
and talk to them in conversations, and he had one. And and, and I think it's something that probably needs to be highlighted and, and, and brought up. Like, who's mentoring you? Who's who's guiding you through this sea of bullshit, of, which is life and the industry? Because once you get in the industry, all the bullshit is magnified. Like, it's one thing to go into the room oh, without a, it's one thing to go into the room without a rubber and you're just a regular person. But when you go into the room without a rubber and you a fucking superstar, the, the results oh, yeah. can be um, the, the magnitude of it can be way more. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's it's <laughs> more at stake. That's you know what I'm saying? Changer. Yeah, game it is. Right it is. And, and I think that um, you know, you just brought up a really great point that people just don't think about, bro. People just don't. It's it's the little nuances and things like that that can make or break a career. You know what I'm saying? Now let me ask you this. Uh, this is a personal mm-hmm. question I just want to know Out of everybody That you've worked with And you've worked with I just named Just a couple of them A plethora of people Who do you feel Is just so Besides yourself Because I'm conceding That you're just You're just as dope You could you could be named As this person But besides yourself Someone that you've met That we may all Be familiar with That's really dope And, and we have no fucking idea How dope they really are Give me somebody <laughs> I mean, off the rip, I'm still grasping how dope MF Doom is. They just did that. Uh, it's going around Facebook. There was this post where they were breaking down lyrics and verses and counting bars and run-on sentences into the next bar. And they was using MF Doom and Kendrick and Biggie, mm-hmm. Curtis Blow. Like, they were literally breaking it down. And the way they broke down MF Doom's words to where I could see them, and he does multiple combat compound like fractured word rhymes like <laughs> like uh like uh Hamp- uh Amsterdam or Hamstertan, uh goddamn big rat super cat magic <laughs> fat doodle fat. Like he's like it it'll be like four and five syllable rhymes. He'll use the whole sentence or bar to rhyme and that all this shit will be dope. The flow will be there, the cadence will be there, and it'll be lyrically, like, breathtaking. And mm-hmm. I'm just getting to the point where, like, damn, I missed that. I missed all that <laughs> yeah. when I was, right. you know. So I'm, I'm I'm there with that. I always say Immortal Technique is one of my favorites because he sacrifices all that commercial shit for the sake of one's soul, being, and spirituality. And he's very political. He speaks his mind and... You know, a lot of people get offended when you speak your mind. Exactly. Um, we don't care over here, though. Everybody know. <laughs> everybody know. Killer Mike is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? I mean, I mean, it's it's not even so much lyrically that I would say is what impresses me with most of the people. It's how cool they are, or how like myself they might be. So then, you know, like my name is Four Eyes. So that's an insult. So then by default, um, you know, you always want to look to see yourself as bigger than how other people see you. You don't want to let other people's opinion of you dictate how you are actually going to live your life. So then you take what is negative and make it a positive. So when I can see, you know, the RZA, you know, just like me, or I can see Sean Price is super cool and, you know, we just talk regular or fight come through and he want to drink a soda but he know he can't so then he just say get him a salad with a water like all these things all these struggles that let me know that these are real people like aside from them being glorified or put on pedestals because of their great artistic talent they're real people and when you can identify with them and touch them 
that's what I believe transcends the music and makes it so that it, it's all worth it at the end of the day. Right, exactly. I, I totally agree. Now, I got to jump into what happened at the bar exam. Uh, somebody, I was I was afraid that defects will be called. I was afraid that someone would report what went down because somehow, some way, there was a baby in the strip club. And we don't know exactly what the story is behind it, but somehow you ended up on stage with a baby in the strip club. Well, not necessarily in the strip club, but in the club. And, and you told us that you also repeatedly abused the child by taking him to a strip club. And then you decided to make a song about it and perform that song what? live on the stage uh, for us. How did that song? That's- how did that song come about? And just that shit was dope, though. That shit was dope. The whole set, the whole Thank scene. How? Let me tell you how. Let me tell you how dope it was. The fact that you pulled off a show. At what essentially is an open mic, which is only a one-song performance, and you somehow—not somehow—you did pull off a literal show, a production with one song within within a, a small amount of time, with a pre-show and anticipation and all that shit within five minutes, and people felt like they just saw a show. That shit was dope. That shit was hard. Where'd you come up with that at, bro? You had to be there. If you wasn't there, if you haven't seen. If you haven't seen the whole thing where he comes in with the baby in the strip club and the carriage and the whole thing and rocks that song, you just you just have to visually see that. It's very difficult to pull that off. But what made you come up with that idea to just come through and even make that record? I know it's your genius. I know it's what you were born with it, but the baby in the strip club, bro. I just got to know what made you think of it. Just, just tell it's me. It's like, I, look, I was raised on all the best entertainers, like all the best ones, like uh-huh. comedians, um, Rappers, singers, dancers, I was raised on the best. So, and then wrestling, it's, it's a certain showmanship that goes into a performance, and you have to build the mystique, you have to build the anticipation. So, when I walked in the club with the baby <laughs> in the, the car seat, I automatically got everybody's attention off the rip. Right. And then I maintained the attention until I hit the stage, and then they don't know what to expect. It's like, but it was. It, it, I also compared to Vince Carter in the dunk contest. When he first went, you already knew Vince was shitting on niggas the whole season. So it's like, what is he going to do now that it is a dunk contest? And it's like, I walked in there and folks were like, oh, four eyes, you a veteran. You ain't even supposed to be here. Oh, man, I can't wait to see what you're going to do. Is that a baby? I'm like, yeah, that's a baby. <laughs> so so it, it literally, it, it, I just learned to, you know, have a little foreplay. Don't go right to the pussy. Break it a little. <laughs> don't you know, just play with it. Blow don't on just, it. Don't you know, just jump it, into it. Some additional uh, TLC yeah. before you just really go in for the kill. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Curvaceous Candy She's on Facebook Live right now My Facebook page uh, Always enjoy the show Four Eyes She says she loves you Love the music We need to hear more from you Keep the Woo! music coming Shout out to Curvaceous Candy On the, on the Facebook post What up? <laughs> on my Facebook Live Thank you darling Alright uh, Yo but you know what You said something And I want to pause And rewind that back You said Four Eyes You ain't even supposed to be here You a veteran And that's what I want to address real quick And then we're going to jump into some new music that you just sent me You feel what I'm saying well, That whole thing I Listen I'm not going to lie when I saw you When I saw that you was going to be on it I was like that's totally unfair You know what I'm saying I felt like because <laughs> No I did I did I did I'm, 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 I'm confused I'm telling you I, I, I thought and I was like you know what 
what I, I thought you were gonna be a featured act or something. You know what I'm saying? When I realized you're gonna be a competition, I'm like, right. oh come on, man. This is this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, not, and 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 for the people who didn't know who you was or maybe didn't know who you was, and then and, and, and then you grind and I was like, yo, this shit is completely crazy. Why is he he shouldn't even really be technically allowed to compete in this shit? You know what I'm saying? And I knew he's I knew he was gonna come and do some shit, but what made you even wanna do the bar exam? Like I know you said earlier that you just kind of reinventing yourself again and you back for the 17th time and you doing it all over again, but I mean, why did you even? I'm, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, then no better place than the fucking bar exam. You know what I'm saying? No better place for you to come back and do right. that. But what made you want to do it in the first place? Well, I mean, I feel like I, I kind of been putting myself out there um, just lately with the summertime coming up. But I feel like I got a product right now that's better than anybody's product. I'll put my dope against anybody's dope any day of the week mm -hmm. and uh, I can't just talk about it I gotta be about it and my ex always said I can show you better than I can tell you <laughs> so the best thing I know how to do <laughs> is go out there and act like I'm nobody and go sign up and do what I need to do and put my dope <laughs> against everybody else dope and build my name back up don't nobody owe me nothing because I was on the Ludacris album don't nobody owe me nothing because I won a cypher mm -hmm. or freestyle battle you know 10 years ago that don't mean shit mm -hmm. today so it's like, right. I need to put myself, you know, I, I have a good amount of knowledge and tutelage that will allow me to maneuver properly within the game and the industry. But at the same time, I need to get back out there, rub shoulders and and meet people. And like even on the the mentor thing, it was somebody in my bracket in the bar exam. I don't even know his rap name. I just know his name is Fred. Mm -hmm. But he picked a, he had a dope ass beat that he was rapping over, but he was holding the mic bad. He couldn't hear his his rap like it was the performance was bad but he picked a dope ass beat he was then i told him like hey man keep up the good work he was like hey four eyes i fuck with you i said hey take my number we getting up this weekend just so i can do for him what i felt nobody officially did for me and that's all i fucking gotta say about that one more time i mean anything Shout out it, it all helps thank it you it all helps good that, like, that's that's what it's all about bro that 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 solidified that we could jump into the music on that because I ain't got to hear no more. You say no more. You know what I'm saying? Because let me tell you something, man. That that and and this whole platform and what I think, what I'm doing, I think what Mike is doing, you know, to, to reach out and help people, you know what I'm saying, help other artists. And, and for you to for you to even, first of all, when you said nobody owes you anything, that that's that's my whole point. That's why I get so frustrated with a lot of these artists out here. Because the the fact that you can actually go and say, hey, I did this, this, and this, but that don't mean shit today. I got to do it. You, you've accomplished a hundred times more than what 99% of rappers, myself included, and anybody else that I know that's going to make it because without being without becoming a superstar, and yet you feel like it's okay for me to go up to the bar exam and get on stage and, and, and do what I have to do to be a part of this event is dope. I need to put myself back out there. I meet motherfuckers who ain't did a tenth of the shit that you've done. You feel me? And feel like they ain't got to come. They ain't got to be on Illa Kill. They ain't got to do it bar exam. That's why I be like, fuck them niggas. You know what I'm saying? And everybody feel like I be extra hard on these rappers. Nigga, fuck. I'm looking at Facebook. Nigga, fuck you. If four eyes can get up there and say, I need to do this and I need to get myself back out there. And he can go on the bar exam and he can come on K100 Radio. And you feel like you can't, nigga? Fuck you. That's how I feel. I'm letting you guys know I feel like that for real personally. And I just had to get it off my chest because you don't have, you really didn't have to do it. And you could have took a total whole nother attitude about the shit you feel what i'm saying but i feel like yeah. and bro just know that i'm rooting for you big time now i was already i already felt like you was just 
you never got your just do, but I'm super big time rooting for you to win. You know what I'm saying? Just because of your attitude about the whole situation. And I meet so many rappers who ain't did half of that shit who feel like they ain't got to go through these steps. You know what I'm saying? So big ups to you on Thank that. Thank you, fam. You know what I'm saying? Let's jump into Thank the music. Thank you, fam. Yeah, let's jump into the music. All right, uh, now, you finna, you finna be DJ real quick. Uh, you finna be show host. Because I got three songs, but tell me what which one plan? of these joints that you really want me to rock. We got time to rock two of them. I got, I got, I got four. You got three. Which ones you want me to rock? And introduce them to me. Well, I sent you three storytelling joints because the baby in the strip club is a story. Uh, so I would say go with that band from MJQ. Okay. Uh, that's a good one. All and right. then you folks will be familiar with that. Uh, and then I would say run that ninth wonder. That how that work out. All right. So that you know give like a good hip hop and a good turn up. At the same time. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into this one first, then. And we'll play uh, How That Work Out next. All right. Uh, band from Egypt. Ba- band from um, MJQ. And people who don't even know what MJQ is, you may not be familiar with it, but I do. If you're in the city of Atlanta, then you really get what you know what MJQ is, whatever. I don't know how someone gets banned from it, but we're going to find out real quick. This is Four exactly. Eyes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The name of this joint is called Band from MJQ. Um, we're coming up on the 7 o'clock hour. DJ IM, who's scheduled to go live at 7 o'clock p.m. If you're tuning in to K1's radio to hear DJ IM coming up in a second, don't go nowhere. He may be a little late, maybe five minutes over, because we want to make sure we rock out with these joints that Four Eyes got me real quick. Shout out to everybody that's watching over here on Facebook Live. If it cuts off, you know, Facebook Live only lets you go for, um, lets you only go for about maybe uh, an hour, 60 minutes. Uh, so if you get cut off on Facebook Live, you guys jump over here on the broadcast, download the app. Or tune in and you can hear these joints before we get ready to roll out here and end this uh, interview with Four Eyes. So if you're on Facebook Live right now, shout out to Carol Soto with Tampa Music Conference. She checked in. Thanks. Uh, the homie Sad Wines, the homie who produced my joint, The Expansion. Big up to Sad Wines, dope producer. Everybody's listening on Facebook Live. So if it cuts off, you know, it only lets me go 60 minutes. You guys jump over on the broadcast and rock out with us and listen to these joints. This is the first joint, new joint by Four Eyes, band from MJQ. Let's get it. This is K1's Radio. You're not rocking with the best. Don't go nowhere. Pause. You know what I'm saying? We'll be right back with four eyes. Run it. Mike Will Bam from MJQ. 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 Security hating. That's just what they do. Bam from MJQ. Bam from MJQ. And if you still hatin', well then fuck you too, bitch. Bam from MJQ. Bam from MJQ. Security hatin'. That's just what they do. Bam from MJQ. Bam from MJQ. And if you still hatin', well then fuck you too. Let me see if I got it right We was at the queue on a Saturday night The club is packed and it's kinda tight And my nigga Grip Plies wasn't trying to fight But he was posted up at the bar You know this nigga like 6'6 six, six. He was talking to two dick chicks And then spilled the drink on this bitch by accident Grip said that it was his bad and he'll pay for it And he'll pay for her dry cleaning I thought that was some player shit But Charlie, she was like, uh-uh, oh no, nah, hell no. Nah. Then she went and got security I'm like, what this hoe go and tell for? Why this hoe? Go and say that No one these niggas Don't play that Some big white dude Tried to snatch grip up By the back of his neck Like a stray cat And his way gets all bad Cause niggas About to get thrown out To grip hit him With an uppercut Two elbows And a roundhouse Like ooh Bam from MJQ Bam from MJQ Bam from MJQ 
Bang from MJQ. 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 Security hating. That's just what they do. Bang from MJQ. Bang from MJQ. And if you still hating, well then fuck you too, bitch. Red Mike. Saying fashion. Summer Caleb Tuki Carter, all seen it happen. Dude put their hands on me and I started snapping. Hit him with a two piece in the biscuit, left him on the ground napping. Bang for going clubbing, it's most security coming. They kicking niggas out and we ain't even doing that. Bang from the cute, I did fuck. Got up one more time and got a head bust. People screaming, grip, get him, everybody hit him. Somebody grab this honky for that big ass nigga, kill him. Okay, break it up. The hell is going on? Niggas peeled out, ride, post on Leon. Bang from MJQ. Bang from MJQ. Bang from MJQ. Bang from MJQ. You are tuned to K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. That was the first joint that we're going to rock out about four hours. That joint was called Van from MJQ, the remix. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 347-934-0966. That's the number to dial into the show. Again, 347-934-0966. Press the number one. Now, I'm going to let four eyes introduce this second joint. And uh, this one is called... Um, How'd that work out for you? Tell us about this one real quick for us. Oh, man. When I was working on the album that I haven't brought out yet, I had the privilege of working with Ninth Wonder, and uh, we worked on a couple of joints, and this was one of the you did that um, we kind of put together. I pretty much decided to tell my life story over it. Really, this was a beat that he was making for Nas in the studio while we was working together, but Nas didn't pick the beat, so then I got it. So God is good. Ah, um, but I just... I just wanted to tell my life story over it because, like you, uh, a lot of other people had some questions and wanted to know, like, what was good, what was going on. So I was like, you know what? How else can I better address situations and things of this nature other than putting them in the song? Exactly. So I did it. All right, man. This is the second joint. We're getting ready to rock out of here. Uh, DJ I Am is coming up next. You guys, uh, pause. We're running a little bit behind, but DJ I Am is on deck. As soon as we get done with this interview with Four Eyes. Name of this joint right here, produced by Ninth Wonder. How'd that work out? Let's rock this one out. K1's Radio. Four Wise is Tony Hayes. Song is called How Did That Work Out? Produced by Knife Wonder. And if you wonder what the sample is saying, it's going How Did That Work Out? was fine when I started I left Chi-Town in 99 I departed for ATL The Dirty South was the way to go Cause my best friend had a show on the radio Thinking maybe though he would play my song Driving to Atlanta is where it all went wrong I was young and dumb trying to be too fly Soon as I hit Georgia called a DUI How did it work out? Well, God's good, I prevail Cause Luda came to bail a nigga out of jail See, see back then, he was Chris Lover Lover Doing future flavors, him and Poon was like brothers And that's how I met my first roommate, Lala She was 19, tired of staying with her mama Dope, cause we both need a place to stay But when she got the job in LA, she moved away 
I wasn't really too pissed Cause it just meant I had to move back in with Chris And this was when he was working on his album And Sean Dre put the Bangladesh on the volume With Lil' Fate and I-20s, how I met Titty James Bennett went to the same school as Willie And I was getting righteous with mic devices Driving on the suspended license, damn How did it work out? I got locked up again I got out of jail and moved to the West End That's when the bell let me crash on the couch And I dropped uncut rocks, smashing the South I started winning battles in the ciphers at the show So we put the beatbox on Incognito It wasn't really a song, but I ain't give a damn Especially when my nigga just signed with Def Jam Shit, I got a big ass check I quit my job at the mall thinking I'm all set I paid dude to let me record the album in his closet And started my own Label called Solar Sausage Productions, a place where I could be me instead of fighting for FaceTime and DTP. Crowding Chris and jockeying for space around him. I was on two songs on his second album. Now here's where it gets weird Cause for the song and the feature that I appeared I was under the impression that I was part of a crew That's until it's Saturday Video shoot Cause Chris called me up and said come get in the video I go hop in and Shaka took me out the video Damn Shaka, I thought that it was all gravy But it started wilding out and talking crazy For no reason Here's where keeping it real goes wrong I went to jail's crib and made a song called Ebony Sun And it was funny cause I sampled the Shaka Zulu movie When Shaka smacked his mother in the face and said There can be no future without Shaka And then I gave that song to Shaka Fucked up even though Chris was my best friend I never rapped on another Luda album again Moved on to other things and did a song called Ooh, I know you like wings. Khalil Gibran knew tech money, so we the firemen. When tech hosts a party, us performing's a requirement. Doing shows and before we even had a CD, Smoke With Me video was coming on BET. But the uncut kings of late night can't take flight, pumping the brake light, right? After that, I started grinding to build with whoever I could to keep shining. The RZA, No ID, Divine, and Akon, they all showed me love but didn't put me on. Around the time Chris let me stay in one of his houses, DJ Scorpio, he had all of the outlets. And after Mike Streets took me on the road with Shauna, me and Big Al start having drama. Yep. We was cool, we was tight, until he decided to side with Ferrari Mike Ben Waylos, the bogus investor who was a fluke Cause he was just spending up all his wife's loot From her first marriage to some dude from Pepsi But we balled so hard we coulda got an SV From Miami to Super Bowl to All-Star in Vegas We got more investors, checks and papers Ferrari Mike did the trick In the country club of the south He hit a nice lick He lied to him about getting me a record deal And they cut him a check for three quarters of a meal He sold him a dream And it wasn't his to sell Plus we end up treating Scorpio bogus as hell Amazing how even rich white people are niggas But at least we put up a lot of stickers we must have really lit a fuse Cause they had me on Atlanta Channel 2 Action News As the most prolific graffiti vandal in ATL Four eyes, bitch, can't you tell How hard I be hustling my grind don't stop Call me Edgewood Fold when I'm at the pizza shop Cause I'm bringing hip-hop to the top Number two said, when does Awesomania drop? Well, here it go You are tuned to K100 Radio Hip-Hop and r and and you should have no more questions about what in the fuck happened to Four Eyes after you heard that song. You know what I'm saying? There should be no, there should be no more questions about where Four Eyes been after that Four Eyes. You know what I'm saying? That's 
pretty much hey, it in a nutshell. <laughs> that was salute. Yeah, man. Uh, that that oh. was that was it. So you you basically. I'm glad we wasted all that time talking about other stuff. So damn, people want to know the whole story about what happened. Well, here, here, press play. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, a, it's a Clef, it's a Clef Notes version, exactly. <laughs> you get right to it. I didn't even realize it's it's one of those so lyrically dope songs that I didn't even realize till it was over that there was no hook. There was no hook. Yeah, awesome, <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I didn't even realize there was no hook until at the end. I'm like, this song is four minutes long and no hook, and I still want to keep listening and I still want to hear more of the story. <laughs> um, dope, hey, man. man that's, dope. that's my children's story. That's my Slick Rick demo. I see that. I see that. Uh, we, I got the other one. I'm gonna check that one out and see which one fits best for radio. But I like that right there. I'm gonna listen to also the other one off the air. But one of them is going to be going in rotation, man. If, if not that one, then the other one. Um, but I like that one too. So you know what I mean? That's just like. Bro, if they know anything about half of the history that's going on that you just talked about and that shit, that shit is whoa. You know what I'm saying? Hey. That shit is whoa. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. It's just nice to be recognized, man. When folks find Waldo, I'm sure Waldo will be happy as hell. Like, hey, man, you know what? You're fucking all right. So that's <laughs> how I be feeling when folks actually, hey, you're four eyes. Hey. I, I, that was my favorite song when I was in eighth grade. I'd be like, damn, we're drinking a beer right now. But <laughs> as long as it's some type of um, staying on the uh, impression that was made That means I feel like I've accomplished something Yeah, well, really dope, man uh, Salute to you for the grind Real quick, give everybody all your information out Your social media, IG, Twitter, and um, website So people can find you Because I know people are searching And some people are listening Want to know where they can get some of this new music that you dropped uh, If you Google Four Eyes on SoundCloud It's a bunch of free music that should pop up um, I got two SoundCloud pages I got music on DJ Booth uh, .net. I got music on that piff. I got music on Bandcamp. Um, it's videos on YouTube. If you just Google the number four dash I Z E, a cornucopia of shit should pop up. Um, but then my Instagram is it's I T Z, the number four I Z E underscore. That's it's with a Z for I Z E underscore. And I'll also be performing at the Dope Local at the Apache Cafe, courtesy of Mike Sick. Uh, July 5th So if you didn't get a chance To see the baby In the strip club Please believe I will be bringing That little nigga out One more again <laughs> Alright homie Salute to you Thank you brother Absolutely bro Keep grinding man We're gonna rock With you up here At K100 Radio we got, You got our support For sure man Keep working Thank you brother God is good man Alright stand by Alright that's it, man. We getting ready to get up Out of here man But again Double salute to the homie Four eyes That joint I'm a, You gotta listen to that again I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a listen. He's got one more song. We just ran out of time. We got to get DJ IM loaded up and rocking over here. He's on deck. He's next. The Blink King is coming up right now. But you guys, if you know anything, if you've been in, for me, somebody who's been in Atlanta and been in the industry for well over a decade, I'm, I've been in Atlanta 20 years. I heard some of the shit that he said in that song, and I was like, hmm, word? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. I'm out of here, man. The end of this direct line interview again. Big time salute to the homie Mike Sick over there at Savage Fam. We're going to be doing this every month, interviewing the winners over at the bar exam. So make sure you rock with him, man. SavageFam.com. Uh, at Mike X Sick on Twitter and Instagram. That's M-I-C, the letter X-S-I-C. Mike X Sick. Rock with the homie. Salute to Savage Fam. Salute to Patch Cafe. Everybody who rocked out with us over here. All my Facebook Live folks. Peace out to y'all too, man. People are rocking with my Facebook Lives when I do these joints. So I'm going to keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on with those joints. All right? DJ I am. You ready? Of course you are. This is K100 Radio. The, the hottest hip-hop station.
Bob and R&B mixes on K-100 Radio. Party101productions.com This is Certified Hip Hop. to the 